Hi, I'm Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. I'm also the podcast host of Invest in Her and an award-winning producer, author, and TEDx speaker. Our show, Invest in Her, features phenomenal female founders and funders. As you know, women receive less than 2% of venture capital funding. Our series is about accelerating the funding of women by connecting them to funding resources. Let's meet today's guest. Welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray. And today I have on a guest who has created an amazing product for women. The name of the company is Tampon Tribe. I'd like to welcome to the show, Jennifer Eden. Hi, Jen. How are you? Hi, Catherine. I'm Gray. A pleasure to be here today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we met through mutual friends and um, I'm just always impressed with people who go from corporate America into being an entrepreneur, which I know you took that leap of faith and are doing gangbusters. And I, I, I want to tell everybody about the incredible product that you've created for women that it's really hard to believe when I look back at it thinking it didn't exist. So good for you. Um, but we're going to talk about what that product is. Uh, but first, a little bit about you and how you made this jump from corporate America into being an entrepreneur. Sure. Yeah. So um, my background actually uh, is in broadcasting and marketing. So uh, that. you and I, same background. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. But it's kind of funny because pretty much everything in life is sales and marketing, right? You could have a fabulous idea, right. but you have to be able to convey that. So um, yeah, I, I was working uh, in media and I actually ended up joining uh, my business partner, uh, Gabby's company, when I was working in Beijing in China and I was doing some marketing for her business and that grew and ended up, we ended up running businesses together. So uh, it was a leap of faith, but at the same time, it was slightly padded because I kept some side, some side hustles at the same time. Well, uh, I, most good, you know, people do when they take that leap, they're doing this and that and sure happens or yeah, but to take the leap is like scary. And, you know, when my listeners listen in, I like, you know, maybe they have a great invention like you did and, you know, want to hear your story of how you had the courage to, to do that. So I know you were a broadcast journalist, work for this huge marketing company in both us and beijing how interesting and like you said everything in life usually you know you're doing one thing and that thing usually helps you with the next thing don't you think yeah totally i think uh, particularly in any kind of sales marketing role you know you learn messaging and, and audiences and for me product development was a pretty natural uh jump and and, you know, I'm also someone, and I think many of us are, who, you know, have had a job since or eight years old delivering, you know, newspapers. So, yeah. And me, where was yeah, that? Where were you at eight years old? I, I was in Australia. So I grew up in Sydney and, you know, my parents were, you, you know, I want to buy a pair of roller skates, true story. And they said, okay, well, you better get a job. So, and I looked through the newspaper at the time. like, look, Wait, I think we had the same parents. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's nothing for free, right? <laughs> and, and it was fantastic. I mean, they also got up at five o'clock in the morning with me to deliver the newspapers. Wow. So, um, um, pretty amazing. Um, and from that, you know, I just always learned to um, be, I guess, creative in, in 
um, where money came from, how to make more money and, and how to go step by step and rely, be self-reliant. Uh, and I've enjoyed that. So that carries with you. I've always had something on the side and I love that. I like variety and, yeah. and doing different things. So yeah, cool. that's where it all started. And they had this yeah. small businesses too. So I had good uh, role models when it came for making things work, you know? Right, right. So, so interesting. Let's talk about the product because it, I think it's phenomenal. I never even really thought about it growing up about, you know, that we're putting these toxic things in our body. So let's talk about Tampon Tribe. How did it start? What is the product? Why should people buy it? You know, let's talk about that. Sure. Well, actually, it came from a very personal story. Um, uh, me personally, I suffered from really extreme endometriosis. And, and every month, I would be literally doubled over in pain. And as a young TV reporter, the cameraman would literally have to stop, you know, I had to get out buy these really strong drugs and a bread roll to eat the drugs with but just so I could stand up. Right. And, you know, after 30 years of this, I'm like, there must be a better way to live. Like this just can't be what all these hundreds of thousands, millions of women suffer every day. Um, and so I started researching and I found a lot of the toxins that were in the period products were actually making my symptoms worse. Wow. So yeah, crazy. I mean, it was, and I couldn't, I'm like, how could it be that simple? You know? So we started researching, um, Gabby and myself were actually in the US at the time and uh, for, for business and uh, found that there were hardly any products on our shelves that were toxin free. Yeah. So that was the impetus of like, this has got to be got to happen you know we have to make this happen and you know 10 million women in the u.s suffer from endometriosis so it's not wow. just a small fraction you oh, know and as we were doing the research of course we found that no one wants to put poisons in or on their body so this huge market opportunity um and impact opened up for us and at the same time uh, the sustainability revolution was right in front of us you know so we thought how can we also make a product that's sustainable, biodegradable and plastic free. And that's a big passion of mine. I'm from Australia and um, Gabby is from Brazil. And so we grew up on beaches and we grew up with cleaning the beaches and, and we were in Venice and we saw, you know, plastic tampon applicators in America. And you're like, how is this happening on the beach? You know, and yeah. billion, seven billion plastic applicators end up in landfills every year in the US if tampon applicators. So we put those two very passionate missions together and we came up with tampon tribe and uh, tampon tribe is the only company in the u.s to only use gots and ICEA certified organic cotton in our tampons pads and liners uh, which means no toxins no chemicals no gmo crops um, and we're also plastic free so all of the products uh, are wrapped in a biodegradable potato starch film or a paper um, we're totally vegan and hypoallergenic so we We've removed everything that could have been impacting hormonal balances and endocrine systems um, in bodies. And uh, yeah, for me, as soon as I, I made a switch, it's hard to believe, zero symptoms. And, and I was just dumbfounded. I'm like, this cannot be happening. <laughs> Couldn't ha yeah. How is it that easy? So, um, so yeah. A lot of people aren't aware that your product is out there yet. I mean, I mean, I imagine that that's where you're growing it to is to get this awareness to have it 
available everywhere to everyone. Um, I love that we're talking about it because it's so important to the health of everyone. And I just feel like, gosh, if people were aware of this, they wouldn't even be buying those other products. Like, yeah. you know. Well, that's the thing, you know, uh, period products is a totally unregulated industry, which is mind-blowing, right? Because you you assume that if a product's sitting on a shelf, then it's it's safe. Right. Or, you would think, it's yeah. It's not. You right. know, we're FDA regulated. We, we have to have an FDA license and we're FDA approved, but they don't check what you put in or on the product. So, and you can write anything on a box. So you'll go into a store, it will say organic. Oh, great. That doesn't mean anything. Anyone can put organic on the box. Um, Or it might mean that you have partly organic. You might have cotton. Unfortunately, cotton's a heavily GMO crop, so a lot of toxins and chemicals in it. So Consumers are moving in the direction, though, Catherine, where they are looking for transparency in product. And then huge for us is the sustainability aspect. So we have a large B2B play and we we sell into a lot of um, the world's leading hotels and businesses. Um, Yeah, I recently saw you all at Soho House. I was like, all right, go Tampon Tribe. (laughs) Yeah, we're in the Soho houses. And um, are you looking to distribute in major um stores like uh, have you talked yet to you know target walmart things like that yeah we continually talk with them um the difference in being how fast their consumer base is moving towards sustainability and totally organic so we're in a lot of the larger um natural food stores um the new seasons market new leaf berkeley bowl uh we're in about 300 independent stores as well what about whole foods Oh, well, Whole Foods um, is a little different in terms of how they buy and shelf products. Um, we have spoken with them a few times in the past and we'll continue that conversation. Yeah, I would uh, think and, it was like healthy grocery stores would be. Yeah, it's, it's more, they're, they're more of a hybrid model. So um, they do have some lines uh, that are similar to ours. Um, some that are the hybrid, so slightly organic, uh, not plastic free, but getting there. Uh, so as consumer demand changes, you know, we've uh, spoken with, with Target, for example, in August, and I've been speaking with their buyer for years. They're like, we're almost there, Jen. We're, the consumer's getting there. Like it moved from mm-hmm. no one even thinking about organic to now partly organic to now sustainable to now what's in the product. And it's funny because social media contributes a lot to that as well I and I think they undersell their uh clientele like I I think their customers would be interested if they were educated on it um I tell everyone every week and I'm grateful for the people that tune into the show to find out you know what are the resources to that they could be taking advantage of and one of the things that I tell women every week that everyone when they can to become an angel investor, because this is the kind of companies they could be investing in that will make such an impact on the society. And so, and it, it, you know, the fact that you've gone and created it, manufactured it, packaged it, and now you're distributing it, you know, no small feat because, you know, it's not easy to, to do all of those things. Right. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But, and also too, raising money for it 
And I talk about this in the TED Talk, uh, save, you know, fund women, save the world, which I do believe is what's going to happen, um, is that, uh, you know, I can imagine many times you're pitching a, a, a panel of men at a pitch fest or at a venture capital fund, and they are like, they just don't get it, right? Am I right? I mean, some uh, of them yes, might. Yes and no. Actually, I find it depends where you are. Yeah. So we actually have 80% male investors in the company or maybe more. Wow, that's interesting. But you should have more female investors. We should, yes. Yeah, we we need more female uh, being angel investors. And the cool thing is, is that they could be getting in on the ground floor of your company, Mm -hmm. um, putting money into it, diversifying from their regular stock market and things that they think are very safe, but, you know, this this can be much more lucrative and making impact on society by investing in women like yourself who are creating healthy products. And by the way, they can also make a lot of money by investing in uh, companies early on before they take off. And so that's the conversation I love having every week about investing in women like yourself and these amazing products that most people still don't even know about, right? Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, I think there's, there's a greater issue there uh, in terms of having women invest directly in, in companies. And uh, I think there are, I, you know, what were, what were the recent uh, statistics that just came out? Unfortunately, last year, the number of women companies, uh, women, women-led companies invested in is, is dropped from the year before. Yeah, so yeah. there's a huge picture there. Um, you know, I find that often when we pitch, you know, we're, we're cash flow positive. So, you know, we have a, a positive EBITDA, which is a fantastic achievement that we're proud of. Yeah. And uh, we've had, you know, an average annual growth of 486%. So wow. we have huge metrics to back us up. Um, and we're proud, you know, it's hard work. You know, you were talking about earlier starting the business, you know, we were doing everything that first year. I even had an apartment with a, like a rooftop. And uh, during summer, we'd sleep out on the rooftop, rent out the two bedrooms in the apartment. You know, you're doing wow. all these crazy things to make yeah. the company start and yeah. delivering pizzas at night and, you know, all these things with, with pleasure, though. Like, it's a funny thing. You're like, well, I'm building the company and I'm doing this. Uh, and so you get to this amazing point of growth, you know, and, and hitting such strong sales um, run rates and, and revenue rates. But then the next hurdle is is the investment and uh, with that investment to expedite growth. So I think, yes, welcoming women as investors to come into the investment market is one one huge thing. And then trying to shift that percentage, which I think is 1.5%. Yeah, the, the cool thing is, is that more women are starting venture capital funds. And that's what our upcoming movie is about called Show Her the Money. It's the power of funding female founders. And so thank goodness, since we get less than 2% of funding in the venture capital world, which means men get 98%, um, more women should be getting funded or we're leaving all this brain power and all these amazing products that are going to impact the planet. We're leaving them on the side of the road. And so thank goodness, more and more women are starting venture capital funds that more women could become part of as investing in those funds. And these Female founded funds are very focused on funding women, LGBTQ, 
people of color, all the underserved communities. So uh, as usual, thank goodness for women, you know, so that will start improving. And I actually think you should approach some of these female founded uh, funds about investing in your product. I think they're going to be super excited about it. And um, and I know you've also uh, recently won some pitch fests, right? Yeah, we've done pretty well. We, we got to the final rounds of a couple of them, which is fantastic. And it's great recognition. Um, we've won a couple of smaller ones as well. So I think the wheels are turning. Um, the current market as well has mm-hmm. had investors shift toward uh, CPG, so consumer packaged goods. Uh, very few investment thesis of uh, uh, in venture capital is in the consumer goods space. Uh, a lot of it is tech and SaaS uh, focused. Um, and there, there's still a lot that can move towards consumer packaged goods. It's not as sexy, you know, people like the unicorn. They're like, let's invest in this random SaaS idea that might make us billions. And there's all of us little, you know, po- you know, as I say, profitable businesses <laughs> sticking along like, or us. And uh, I think the current financial situation has seen a shift. So now we're seeing investors really seeking out profitable businesses because they're like, hey, we can actually up our odds, you know, in making Absolutely. Money. You're already profitable. You're already up and running. And anybody with any vision can see what the future is for you. Um, so billion dollar market and, and, and you guys have the product that beats out all the others. Bravo to you for dedicating yourself to this. And there's nothing better than being an entrepreneur that's super passionate about what they're doing. Like you said, it, it is not an easy road, but it is a really exciting and amazing road. And the future is, uh, you know, the sky is the limit for sure. So how can people get a hold of you if they want to learn more? Maybe they want to invest. What's the website and your social? Yeah, sure. So we have a, a website that we also sell online, uh, which is tampontribe.com. Our social handles are the same. So um, either at or um, you hashtag um, tampontribe and you'll be able to, to get to me or you can email me directly, jennifer.eden at tampontribe. And we'd love you to follow us um, and, you know, keep up with us, sign up for the newsletter. We have a lot going on and and we love to have advocates as well. You know, uh, a lot of our products, as you say, are in, in businesses. So even if you don't use the product yourself, you know, it's great for um, different offices. Um, we're in, in many of many of the leading companies here and, and the hotels as well. You see us at the Fairmont's Ritz-Carlton. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. In fact, I have a friend who uh, is involved with the W Hotel. We got to get you in there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh Anyone listening might be involved with the hotel chain. They might be involved with the store. Um, There's a lot of opportunities for this to be distributed in various places. And I think people that are very conscious about wanting to use non-toxic products are going to be so thrilled to hear about this. The more we get the word out, the better. Bravo for what you're doing. How did you come up with that name, Tampon Tribe? Well, for us, it it really is just about the the community that we're creating, 
you know, we, we wanted to just create uh, a company that was super inclusive. And we also have uh, period underwear and um, menstrual cups. So we, we try and make sure everyone who gets their period has a product that suits them. We have cool little boy shorts and, you know, cute products like that as well. And so when we come up with the word tribe for us is inclusive. Uh, it gives somewhere, everyone a place to be. And of course, tampon was fun, you know? So we want to have a, we have fun with what we do. It's very serious. We have a strong give back program as well uh, to, to youth on the streets here and to uh, young people who don't go to school in the US when they get their period. So that's also very important to us to have that mission drive. That is so important. And I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. if you think about it, if you don't have those products, you can't go to school. You can't get education. And so we never think of something like as little as a feminine hygiene product impacting someone's actual life and their outcome because of education. It's such an incredible tie-in. I know uh, our cousin did a film about this, about in other countries where uh, little girls who don't have those products, um, you know, uh, it affects their whole life. Uh, they can't go to school, then they get married off and whatnot. Um, uh, and then they don't have an education. And it, it always is just kind of unfathomable to think about how that product has such an impact on people's life because we take it for granted. Right. And those who do have access to it are using this toxic product that they don't need to be using. So right. You know, thank God for Tampon Tribe. Thank you. Really? Yeah, wow. and it's it's girls in the U.S. too, you know, and that's the big thing that, that hit hard with us, that it, it's people here that don't go to school, not just overseas, and often we think about that. So, right. yeah, improving so access a, to the products for everyone is huge for us. Right. It's a U.S. problem and a global problem, both. And um, I'm, I'm glad that you have this uh, nonprofit arm that that is addressing that. I think that's really a beautiful thing. Um, wishing you nothing. Nothing but the best. This is an amazing journey, amazing product. Want people to get behind you and support it. I know I'm going to do whatever I can to, you know, send people your way because I think it's a, an incredible product that's going to impact the planet in such a positive way. So thank you, Jen. Thanks, Catherine. And uh, everybody, please follow Tampon Tribe and uh, tell your friends about it. And uh, of course, follow us. Catherine Gray, invest in her and She Angel Investors. In fact, invite and please visit us at sheangelinvestors.com to see this and other podcasts and all the resources that we have to try to help female founders to get funding and distribution and to connect with each other. Uh, we'd like this every week to be full of resources that can help lift you up and help you also decide to invest in great companies like Jen, thus the name, invest in her. Thanks so much for tuning in. Jen, thank you so much. Everybody make it a great week. Remember, if you're looking to launch a business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at sheangelinvestors.com.